0: There we go. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's that time. You know that's right. If you are tuned in, then you have made the conscious decision to become undeniable in your pursuit of personal, professional, and spiritual excellence. Now, I hope you are pursuing excellence, but if you are not making an impact with your life, then you have come to the right place today. Welcome to this empowering episode of Become Undeniable I am your new favorite host, Brad Austin. Killing it on the mic end, as always, keeping it real no matter whose feelings it hurts, while providing undeniable value to you every step of the way. Now, the overwhelming majority of people are followers. All right, It's unfortunate, but that's the truth. It's easy to see, and honestly, it's been really easy to see for a long time, but more so in the past three years. All right? The real truth is that being a follower is easy. Being a follower does not require you to think. Being a follower means that you make decisions based on your emotions. Being a follower means that you are allowing someone else to control your destiny. And another truth is that being a follower can indeed get you killed. But if you're someone that would rather be the solution when everyone else is standing around, then you're going to want to pay attention to what my special guest has to say today. This guy, Mr. Mike Ramos, a.k.a. Instructor Stitch. He is the founder of JDM Tactical here in Palm Beach County, Florida. And I am stoked to have him here today. Brother Mike Stitch, how are you, sir?
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. for being on your show, man. I love the intro. I love it. Nice. So true. So true to being a follower these days, man. Man,
0: And we are, we are going to get into that actually right away, man, because I, in in talking to you, the time that we spent together, I I could tell that you absolutely were not a follower, (laughs) no way, shape or form. Are you going to follow anyone into the fire? So, but I got to talk to you about what I've, I don't know if it's the right term or not, man, but I've, I'm calling it bystander syndrome, all right, okay. where, you know, I, this story comes to mind. I don't know if you remember it, but there was, in New York, there was this this little, I think, Filipino woman who was minding her own business, walking down the street, and just got mauled, just smashed by this big 300-pound, yeah, she got punched, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. right? Punch. You remember that story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. she got sucker punched.
0: Oh my gosh, bro. I could not believe it. First of all, what what are you... I mean, how does someone even do that, number one? But then what really struck me even more so was that there were people just standing around filming the whole thing and not doing anything. This guy was three times her weight and just pummeling her, beating her down. And no one stepped in. Bro, I don't understand that. People are just they were so ready to take action with their phones right to film it right to make sure they can post it but they didn't even they won't take action to step in and defend this poor woman being victimized Who did, nothing? did, did nothing bro i i don't know about you actually i know about you but you and i i would have tackled that dude bro i would have i would have gotten a running start and i would have tackled his ass so quick and gotten offer i know you would have just done the same man but i have to ask you bro what what is your take on why this is happening so often in our society man this is just insane to me
1: i i don't know i call it bizarre world i mean this actually stems that i think that incident happened because of the coronavirus when that started and it was all Asians and they were going against Asians and Filipino but there's also stories of young kids playing the knockout game it's yes. Of, have you heard of the knockout yeah so i've seen stupid, the video
0: I've, yeah it's
1: horrible horrible so so when you're when you're walking and unexpecting getting hit you know your whole body's limp you're not getting it and people have died from this because they fall down yes. hit their head and everything else um I, I think social media and everything else with our phones a pocket and everything else people are posting these things and getting instant recognition and being famous um just like that girl um, from Doctor Phil, "Catch Me Outside." Have you ever? Heard I haven't of that seen girl? that one.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Well, Doctor Phil, this girl was a young girl, right? And she her catchphrase was "Catch Me Outside." How about that? Because she said that to the crowd, a little okay. ghetto and everything else. So now, since that show, she's made twenty million dollars from rapping and all that other stuff. So, look, being a, a, a not so nice person is getting people famous. So I think a lot of people a lot of that is stemming from that. I mean, look, my mother told me to uh to, to treat women with respect and and stand up for what's right. So uh, right now I think we're in a bizarre world. Hence one yeah. of the reasons why I founded JDM Tactical. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I could have picked an easier business to get into because I'm also a nurse, but you know, as as a political side, right now guns are not <laughs> you know, it's not an easy business to get into, so but you know, I took that on because it's a passion of among- mine. So,
0: yeah, no, dude, this, this is, you, you touched on something a second ago, man. This is, um, man, it, it is the bystander syndrome we talked about in bizarre World, if you will, is, is just, I'm trying to, I can't logically rationalize it. I can't. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I Wrong I have is a hard right time. right is wrong. Right. right there, they are clear demarcation right there. I, I don't know. I, I, the only thing I can think of, man, as a person of faith is that, that guy and these other people who are just not trying to knock people out, surprising them and everything else, even women, bro, like it is, they, they have to be demon possessed. They have, there has to be evil that has corrupted their mind and their soul. And that would, that would just bring somebody to do something. So, so sinister, you know, I don't understand it, but you, you touched on something a second ago is that instant gratification, right? The, the need to be, I guess, but Denzel Washington said it pretty well when he was speaking directly to the media. and He said, it's not about the truth anymore. It's the need to be first. Mm-hmm. It's the need to, to be right, not even the need to be right or wrong or to, to tell the truth. It's just to be first, regardless of who it hurts, regardless of, of the consequence, be first. And so I guess it is easier to pull, to, to put, pull your phone out, right, than to go tackle a 300-pound guy because he's beaten a woman to death.
1: Well, I mean, what's the, what's the other possibility when you tackle that three hundred pound guy? You get hurt too, right? You so could. People, chivalry's gone out the window these days,
0: man. But see, these are some of the things we're going to talk about, bro. And and I'm glad you're here to talk about it because I I, I don't know, man. I, I I don't. I think I'm older than you, but you've got, and one of the things I love about you is that you've got a lot of a lot of old school principles that you live by you know what i mean that, that that you will not you will be unwavering in and i love that about you and i just think that i i don't know man i'm trying i'm trying not to get ahead of myself on these questions bro it's <laughs> okay it's okay but I'll, okay let's shift for a second we will come back to this i promise yeah. you because i have other questions about it let's let's talk about guns bro you are absolutely an expert so with your experience man why do you think Why do you think so many people are still so afraid of guns and using them? What's the mentality there? What's been your experience in in encountering that?
1: Well, I have a saying that I like to say in my classes. I mean, you you talk about age here, so some people might not know. So if you ever watched the movie Jaws in 1977, it came out in the movie theater, right? That old movie came out in the movie theater. But after it came out in the movie theater, men killed 400,000 sharks because they were afraid of a shark. A big fake plastic shark that looked really fake back then. Right. Mm-hmm. And they killed 400,000 sharks because they thought they were man eaters. So oh, I yeah. equate that to the news today saying guns are bad. So if you ever watch the news, it says another gun killed somebody today. Well, we, we all know a gun's an inanimate object, <laughs> right? right? It, it doesn't just get up and, and shoot people. Right. Um, so they've had at stigma throughout the years that guns are bad. And if you know, Guns are the only thing that's causing crime, which we all know, you know, logically is not true. Um, but again, it goes back to what you said, either being a follower or a leader. If you just follow things and listen to that, of course, you're just going to follow and believe that. So again, the world is split with with firearms, and I, and I believe that the media gives them a bad rap. Because we don't talk about the guns that save people's lives, because that does and, happen. Yes. It does happen.
0: Yes. you know, It happens a lot, though, doesn't it?
1: It does. It actually does but it doesn't make the news because it's not newsworthy. Like you said, the first gratification, whether it's true or not. Right. Right. So uh,
0: just the bad
1: stuff. So whatever narrative it wants to fit.
0: Bad news sells, I guess. I don't know, man. I just, I think people are itching for some feel good. (laughs) I I don't
1: remember back in the day when news got so political.
0: I remember turning on the
1: news as a kid going, all right, today in your local news, you know, so-and-so's having a bake sale, blah, blah, blah. It was good and bad, right? But right. now it's just straight politics. Right. You know, so I don't trust it anymore, unfortunately. You
0: shouldn't. I don't think anybody should. Um, I think I people should be that. very, very selective on where they get their news. But still, people are still um, people are still in the mentality, man, that that they they trust the institution, right? Whether the Correct. institution right. be the CDC or MSNBC, right? They're well, still ho- trusting well, the institution.
1: With, that, with what's coming out now, and all these athletes and heart issues with young people, and the CDC going, well, it, you know, it doesn't stop the transmission. and It doesn't do this now. So hopefully, people are going, well, wait a second, that's a one hundred and eighty from what you said a year ago, two years ago, and now the truth is kind of coming out, even with those institutions, because you can't hide it anymore.
0: Yeah. Well, you and I both know that they're just trying to cover their ass. That's all that is correct. Right? Correct. It's not out of actual caring for people and their health or anything else. No, it's, just, it's just covering their ass to try to make it sound like they didn't tell us. Yeah. You know. um, and again, bizarre so,
1: world. Back in the day, people would help each other out. Your neighbors, you'd have you know, be local neighbors. Now people hide. Um, Sebastian, uh, the comedian, Sebastians. Are, are you familiar with that? I'm, I'm
0: not familiar with them.
1: Well, he's like that New Yorker guy. So he said this thing back in the day when people would come over, you'd get the Sanka, the entomans, and you'd invite people in. Right. And now today people are like, somebody's knocking at the door. Get down. Hi. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> here. Right? right. So it's a big transition and fix change from, from what's going on. So. Man,
0: yeah. in the midst of social media, it we become more antisocial. Isn't that funny? Isn't that strange? That's cool.
1: Well, remember, hey, I used to go out and play as a kid. My, Me too. I, it's hard getting my daughter out of way from her her phone. You know, go outside. But then again, you got like, go outside. but uh, We have to be careful now because people, more and more kidnappings are happening during the day. So it's yeah. a catch-22. It's, it's You know what? I, I, it, it's hard raising a family today. Yeah. I mean, you said you're older. I'm 45. I don't know how
0: old you are. Oh, I'm, I'm only a year older. So we're good.
1: All right. See, we're right there. So we're I'm close. 45. <laughs> you know, it's the hat backwards. It makes you young. Yes.
0: uh, I got to start doing that more on the show, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I got to start doing that more, you know? Oh man. So, okay. So, so you're saying really that like most everything else, um, people are still afraid of firearms simply because of what they, what they're fed. Correct.
1: Correct. Guns are bad. That's all you hear. Do you ever hear on the news or anything? Guns are good. No, never. So, (laughs) I mean, you hear one bad thing over and over again so it must be bad. It's ingrained in our heads. So Right. Um, you know uh, luckily the world is seeing more and more like you said that lady who got punched, sucker punched. I mean that's happening more and more um brazen kidnappings during the uh, you know in the middle of the day, broad daylight, yeah. you know, where people don't care anymore. So people have to protect themselves. And and what also led this which is helping, I hate to say, it, is defund the police, right? What were they mm-hmm. saying? So we have a saying at JDM Tactical of who better to defend your family who is vested in you than you,
0: right? That's right.
1: So if I have a police officer who comes over who's going, well, I may lose my job, I may go to jail if I do the right thing because they're looking to just, you know, crucify somebody. Well, who better to protect my daughter than me, right? You know, and it's a, it's a strong belief of what I have. So, so right. I want to train everybody. Um, and help everybody that I can. You know,
0: yeah you, op- you opened a, you the you the door and I don't know if I want to go through it just yet. I, um, I, I'm sorry, Trav, <laughs> no, 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 no it's okay. Place, no, it's okay. This is this is an open conversation, bro. This yeah. is what we this is what we can do. back and forth. Yeah, yeah. So okay, let's shift back to the guns, the mentality behind guns, and again, media,
1: this, media. That's why that's why people have a bad focus.
0: Absolutely. And so, okay, so that said, in the midst of them being fed wrong information they did the same thing with pit bulls right pit bulls course, are one of the best friendliest, friendliest dogs, lap dogs I mean. that you could ever have as a pet and uh, but you wouldn't know it because of everything they were fed and so and you know what the the most aggressive is chihuahua's that bro those guys are just yappers and they are Very they are mean territorial they're mean yes they and are nobody <laughs>
1: says anything about a chihuahua because it's a small dog that can't hurt you as bad right so. right
0: no, I've gotten okay. bitten by a little chihuahua, man.
1: <laughs> oh, it hurts. It hurts. And they're yes. mean, they're territorial.
0: Yeah. All right. So the same person who, the, the people who have been fed, who believe that guns are bad, that guns are not, they don't do any good in the world. I mean, what would you say to convince someone on, on to turn that mentality around for them, Just to to have them understand why embracing their Second Amendment is a good thing? why it would be a good thing to get a firearm or two and to get properly trained on using them.
1: Well, uh, again, who better vested in protection of your family? Just turn right. on the news thing. There's bad everywhere. So you can't deny that bad things aren't happening. So that's one thing I would point out to people. Right. And a lot of people say to me, well, I live in this nice neighborhood. No one's going right. to do anything over here. Right. But if we remember in Tamarack, the college kid who ate the neighbor's face off because he was on bath salts. That was in uh, Tamarack right here, and it was a very affluent – it was a white kid who came back from college. He was on bath salts, which is a synthetic drug, and he ate the neighbor's uh, face off and killed his wife. So they were just sitting in the garage. It's in the news. You can look it up. Wow. So you can't make this stuff up.
0: No, you can't.
1: (laughs) You can't make it up. But I usually tend to tell people – we don't talk about negatives or the positives. I tell them, go, have you ever shot a gun properly? Right. Right? And most people say no. That's right and then I said, Well, I'll invite them to come. Well, let's go shoot a gun properly and safe and see how you do it. Usually I find people that are they find out that they're really good because with proper instruction they could shoot a gun correctly first instead of developing bad habits. And then you go, Wow, this is not so bad. It's right. loud and scary, but I could handle it. It's not as bad as I thought. And then we progress from there. I can't tell you how many single moms I've I've changed and they start competitive shooting and meeting people and yeah. You know, a lot of these gun things are, are um, women's nights on Monday night at shoot Street, and they meet up and they have fun and they yeah. realize it's not just for, for killing things. So,
0: right. Yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah, that's, um, it's about just really breaking that stigma, right? You have to cut through that stigma and there's no better way to do it than to start off with take the clip out, nothing in the chamber and just pick it up, just mm-hmm. pick it up. Absolutely. And the one thing, the one thing I didn't, the one thing I I, I never posted on social media that I, I I thought I would want to is to do that with a gun. You know, with my Sig or whatever, pop it on the table and just do a time-lapsed video of, of the gun <laughs> on the table that not doing anything. Is you see what I'm saying? Because as you said, guns don't kill people the person using the gun is what make is causing the violence. And so it's a really stupid video to watch a time-lapse of 24 hours and a gun just sitting there on a table, but it should prove a small little point that you, you, there has to be evil intent in the person holding that firearm. Correct. Yeah. You know? Correct. So bro, you, you talked about the times that we're in. Um, and I kind of want to just divert to that for a second. And Look, I don't, times. very scary times for sure. Scary. But I, 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 you and I both know it can get a lot worse, right? <laughs> I mean, let, let's, let's be honest. Um, and so I just, um, I, I picture, I, I picture just, you know, the movies we've see, we've all seen the movies, right. Of, of, you know, whether it's end times or this or that and the other, I mean, and just, just total chaos in the street. Um, imagine the purge, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's basically end time stuff right there. But, um, I just, I don't know how to get people to, to, um, to empower themselves and to get past that stigma. And, and so I'm curious, how did you just really quickly and we'll move on, yep. but the single moms you talked to or, or anybody else, like what, what, what did you say to them or what did they need to hear or see? for them to make that decision to go pick up that gun with you at your place.
1: Well, they usually come to me and go, well, I just got divorced. I have a, I have a, I don't know anything about guns. So I think, I think it's going more favorably towards firearms these days, more and more people, to be honest with you, when COVID hit, it was like one of the highest um, uh, sales of firearms or more and more brand new people. They actually did a Palm beach post on this and, uh, Wellington and Royal Palm are the number one, highest concealed carry places in West Palm. Wow. Um, nice. so, so what happens is people are actually now coming out and going, look, these times are not as good as they were when I was a kid and I need something and I need to be trained, which is great. So, so it, I think it's moving in a positive direction because prior people would do what they would do is, Oh, my neighbor's, um, got robbed. I need to buy a gun. Let me buy a gun and put it up here and never touch it. So I think those times right. are, are, are slowly changing, which, which is good, which is good. Um, and then once they find out, right, you go to a good quality instructor. The problem is there's not a lot of good quality instructors, right? Cause this is a capitalistic society where people want to make money where they offer the cheapest thing. And it's kind of like a bait and switch. And, and personally, mm. I feel that customer service has gone horribly, right? <laughs> Out the window these days, right? Because it seems like businesses are like, well, you came to me, you know, blah, blah, blah." look, without the the smallest denomination of my customer, there is no me. So I appreciate every one of them. So when I do a basic pistol course, it's an eight hour course, right? And so they get a lot of hands on. So they get to know the function of the gun. They get to know the proper way to clear it. Um, We teach them uh, if there's a gun in the house that your kids need to know this, not necessarily how to shoot yet but understand the power of the gun. And then it takes that curiosity and fear away. And then once right. they get comfortable with that, they go, Oh, it's not as bad as I thought. And then they progress from there.
0: Yeah. So you, um, you originally, you wanted to, to be a police officer, right? A long yeah. time ago.
1: Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's Before what you I went in the military for uh, I okay. wanted to be a cop. Uh, but when I went through the, uh, the screening for the cop, there used to be something called the snail in chart where it's, it's those little dots with the numbers in it and you have to see the numbers. Okay. And, and it, okay. uh, nowadays they say that's a bad test to determine if you're colorblind or not. So it said I was colorblind. So it kicked me out of being a cop.
0: Oh, so, man. Okay. So I, I asked that because um, – I still want to be a cop. Oh, you do? <laughs> I do. But, nice. All yeah. right. Well, I I do enjoy I, helping people.
1: It, it, yes. it is a rare breed to, to – um, want to put your life on the line for somebody else, a complete stranger. Yeah. So, but you know, there are people out there that want to do it.
0: Yes. And, and I, you know, I, generally speaking, I am, I appreciate our law enforcement. I appreciate our, our, our um, first responders. I appreciate the people that do all of that work. I really do. And, but there's something I have to ask you about because I don't understand. I don't. And I really hate that I'm bringing it up. I really hate it. Um, but whether it was here in the US, Canada, we, we've seen the videos of during COVID. Um, I just, I felt like, I, I felt like so many police were, were were slipping. And I don't wanna, I don't mean to say that with any disrespect, but when you're, when you're arresting people for not wearing a mask, when you're arresting people and, and literal, old men, old women and just doing the bidding of tyrants because you don't want to lose your job. I'm, I'm sorry. I just have a problem with that. And and I, right. I again, I just don't understand the mentality. Can you can you help me? Because I, let's be honest, man. If the police in unison, regardless of city, state, county, country, had come together as brothers and said, "Yeah, we're not enforcing that," because that's that is anti-human rights that is anti-constitutional that is i'm just not going to do it then guess what would have happened this covid debacle would have died right then and there in oh, my opinion oh yeah why didn't they why did they just follow orders bro i don't understand versus versus protecting the rights of the people they say they serve
1: it's a catch-22 so i'll, I'll give you examples from when i was in the military all right. So there, there's little things when you're junior enlisted, let's say just, just keeping your boots shined. It's not shined, a big yeah. thing, right? It's yeah. not a big thing, right? Um, but it's part of a code, right? It's something right. that you join and it's part of the code. So if I was in charge of that junior soldier, I would yell at him and there, and then the mentality would be like, well, why are you yelling at me? That's, that's nothing, right? So now if a police officer enforced it, if that was the law at that time, which we elect our officials to make those laws. Right. Right. In a true democracy. Right. And if that's, if we don't like that, hopefully, you know, not to get into like rigged elections and all that other stuff. If we don't like that person or their laws, we elect somebody else. Right. That's the way it should work. Right. But we can't pick and choose at the time of who's in there, what laws we want to follow or not. Otherwise that kind of defeats the purpose as well. So it's a very fine line to to pick and choose what it is. Um, so, if, for instance, when you're seeing these cops and they're they're citing them, but if they're brutalizing and pushing people, that's the bad cop, right? That's where it goes too far because cops do have discretion, right? So again, yeah. if it's a masked thing, right? I would enforce discretion. And again, there's good and bad in everything. So, um, cops with the uniform, they're they're humans. Yes, <laughs> people yes. fail to realize that they are humans, right? And humans. Yes. we make mistakes all the time. So, but again. It goes back to if all you're seeing is the bad stuff. What about the good cops who are forcing, right. who are not forcing that guy with the master and going, "Look, it's you know using that discretion because it happens, but we don't see it, right?" So again, it's right. a catch twenty I two on mean, that. So I do believe that.
0: Um, that's a that's a it's a really nice tinfoil hat you got it got there, bro. You mentioned rigged elections, man. That's a nice hat. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, even,
1: even the one I side, I like, I, I don't, I think they're full of crap just as, as, as much. Right. There's nothing. When you get to a certain point, you know, if you're making millions of dollars, you're corrupt.
0: That's it. <laughs> there's a lot of, yes, there's a lot yeah. of that going on, but just to, just to make a short point, if you're
1: making millions of dollars as a public servant, there's something wrong with that.
0: Yes. Well, as the as salary a is servant. what? 170 grand a year or something. 140 even, 160 something like that yeah
1: I, I don't even know but all i know is is nancy pelosi has a bigger ice cream spent more in our ice cream collection than probably my house so, yeah.
0: <laughs> so. oh man so but yeah we'll go there we'll go there no no we forget we said anything yeah. um bro let's talk about courage man cuz i think that is something that that is also severely lacking in our society um and it's sad that being authentic and having some courage makes you stand out.
1: Well, what you is know? courage first off?
0: Well, tell me.
1: Well, you asked the question. I'm just proposing it back to you. Sure. And then for, for the listeners and the people that are watching, again, what does that mean, courage? What does right. that mean? So what, what does courage mean to you in that definition?
0: Well, let me ask the question because it will take us there. Okay. So do you is, is courage something that can be taught or is it – I mean, is it one of those things where either you you have it or you don't?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Uh, I do believe people are, are innate as far as good and bad because you see when children, right? There's some children that play well with others, and there's other children who are just me, 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 right? That's not taught. Mm-hmm. That's just innate in us. Uh, right. If it, You know, we had to do that through nursing school, go through child psychology and development. And, um, you actually see it, you see, you see it happening and play out. So, Oh, that's a good question. I I think you, you decide which way you want to go
0: internally. So I think actually I'm going to, I'm going to answer your question with something that you told me previously. And, and I think courage is, I, I think courage is, is the willingness to stop and do the hard thing versus taking the easy way out, right? So it's
1: something like I, that. Doing the right thing when nobody's watching,
0: right? That's yeah, integrity. That's part
1: of courage and integrity.
0: That's courage, integrity. Yeah, all integrity. those things they kind of integrity. run together. But, but courage, I, I think, I think courage is something that that yeah, boy, I don't know. It's it's a hard it's hard to find, and I'm sure somebody, I'm sure Jordan Peterson has a has a really easy definition yeah. for it, right? Yeah. right. <laughs> you so know, what courage I'm saying? But,
1: to me is doing the right thing. Yes. When everyone else, like, again, following or leading when everybody else is against the grain. So, again, it could be anything, right? So, so yeah. again, wearing the mask, not wearing the mask, uh, what your beliefs are and what you, you follow, right? Again, courage is, is standing up for what you believe in, is what I believe, right? So, so, it doesn't matter. So, courage doesn't mean running into a burning building, right? I mean, you could be courage and stupid at the same time, right? If I can't run it, you know, if I get burned and, you know, it's just too much, so... Again, but doing the right thing with peer pressure and everything else is the courage to have the strength to overcome and do what you believe is right, whether right, right wrong, or indifferent.
0: Yeah. Man, yeah. Career, uh, so if, if – okay, so let's talk – let's let's get a little deeper in that. And, and the the reason I'm talking about this and, and, and asking you these specific questions, man, is because when someone listens to this show, I want them to be able to to get something out of it, at least a few things out of it, if not one sure. thing. but. You know, sometimes, sometimes getting something out of content like this means that you have to take a hard look at yourself first. You know what I'm saying? And I I mean, I've taken a hard look at myself many times and and I've had, that's how we grow. And I've had to look at myself and say, okay, well, in that circumstance where that poor woman is getting beaten down by a man 10 times her size, would I actually have the, it's easy to sit here on a video and talk about it. Correct. Right. It's easy to tell Stitch, Hey, yeah, I would do it. I would do it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, first of all, I think it takes a little courage to look in the mirror and ask yourself, would I actually do it? Right. Correct.
1: I think and it's that an internal t- thing too, right? Yes. You know, like you said, if I, if I boast about it, it doesn't mean anything. means nothing, actually, bro. Exactly. It
0: means nothing. Ego. Because and when, ego. <laughs> right. When that's someone's mom, bro, when someone's mom, is, is getting beaten and, and has no advocate and has no defense, would I step in and do it right? And so I think I think that's you have to take, you have to have the courage to take the hard look at yourself. But if someone is willing to do that and they have the integrity and honesty to say to themselves, yeah, I'm not really a courageous person. I, I probably wouldn't. I, I might film it whether it was for my social media or for the police or whatever it is all right. I would be crazy enough to do that, but I wouldn't actually step in. So, how can someone acquire that kind of courage, where it's like, where they would say, "Okay, yeah, you know what? I would step in,
1: Start regardless
0: with of beliefs. my own of my own welfare."
1: Start with their beliefs. What
0: That's does that what mean? I believe.
1: So, so meaning like doing something small. Um, I think I gave you the example of trash on the ground. What most people Mm. do is walk, walk over it, right? It's the easy thing to walk over it, but do I have the courage to take the time out of my day to pick somebody else's trash up and throw it away? Do I believe that's the right thing to do? So start with something small and courage and whatever you develop internally will grow.
0: No, nice. Consistently
1: do that right on your everyday life. Like you said, you have to look at yourself on your everyday life and live your life by those beliefs. Then courage will come, whatever that means whatever yeah. that means for courage to that individual. Right. Like I said, I mean, you know, a burning building, if it's engulfed, you know, you know, there's only so much I can do realistically. Right. You
0: know, no, that's, that is good, man. That is, that is such, that is such an easy yet practical and doable example. Right. Cause we, we, and you will have that opportunity maybe today, maybe tomorrow yeah, uh, you see trash on the floor instead of just walking past it. Cause that's not my trash. I didn't do it. Right. Right. Have the courage to pick up the trash, even if it means you're going to have it in your pocket for a half hour before you get home
1: before try, and throw right. it away,
0: right? And to me, that's but,
1: what courage is internally and in something small. And then it grows.
0: Yes. Because the next thing that you are courageous about probably won't be trash. It probably will be something whatever else, it
1: yep. whatever it
0: is, right? It maybe may be see somebody
1: saying a racial slur and say something, or maybe I see somebody Road raging, and I and I try to de escalate them, and, and who
0: knows? Right. Yeah. And that person who made that ignorant comment doesn't doesn't mean you have to go tackle that guy. It just no, means no, no. you have the courage to say, hey, bro, that was, you know, I mean, maybe that, they that's learned wrong.
1: something, and maybe they don't.
0: Right. Maybe learn something, maybe they don't. Right. But that was wrong, bro. I think you should apologize to that person. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> it's just like, come on. <laughs> um,
1: so, I agree. And, I, and, and that's how I live and do things. When I try to. Ex- Pass that on to my daughter. Yeah, she's fourteen, so it's very difficult.
0: <laughs> Man, I don't. This is not a I fun mean, age. I know I kids you, are. Jayden, I know if kids you're are. Watching, oh boy, but, you know. I know kids are great and all that good stuff. I don't have any. I just have dogs, and they're enough. But um, I, 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 I don't envy you.
1: <laughs> it's tough. It's tough, bro.
0: But they would. Okay, so have you had any guys come to take her out yet?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, young, so we, we we chaperoned, you know. Okay, okay, we chaperoned. all right.
0: So they they understand that Mike owns a gun company. The yeah,
1: it's wrapped around my truck. Everyone knows it's the tactical guy. Yes, so, yes. So, yes, so you know, they the whole know cliche, I'm going to the door with guns. I literally have to go to the door, with guns. they see him in that. So yes, You oh, can have
0: man. fun with it. I do have. Fun. Yes, you. Can. Oh, I bet you do. I bet you do.
1: <laughs> my daughter doesn't think it's funny. Sometimes
0: no. But you think it's fun, and you should continue having that kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Every single time.
1: Every single time. Every time. Yes.
0: Oh, man. But the truth is, you're protecting her. And the the truth is, you are are setting an example to that young man coming to the house of leadership, protecting the family, etc. And that's why you're doing it, and he should pick up on it. And so, I mean, we talked about... Doing what else does it mean to do the hard thing, man? It, let's talk about you know, courage is, is is great and everything else, but let's let's talk about it's not always a courageous circumstance, right? It could be something as simple as stopping procrastination. It could be something as simple as just taking action or whatever else. I mean, like, what does it mean to what else does it mean to you to stop and do the hard things? And also, why should people start doing that if they're not?
1: Well, for instance, like if you say procrastination or whatever, so we'll use something small throughout your day. If you get up out of your bed, right, you make your bed, right? The easy thing is not to make the bed because I'm going to lay in it later, right? But if you take the time out to make your bed, you've accomplished a task, a simple task. It may be a simple task, and that leads to another task that you fully complete and accomplish. And again, it grows on after that. And as you live that day, it becomes easier and easier. Instead of doing that procrastination or doing the wrong thing, And then it becomes a second nature, right? But you got to start somewhere. Again, take that hard look. So I always tell people, you know, when they mess up with guns in our class, they get all afraid. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I go, look, you're in a safe environment where you learn by making mistakes, right? That's what a mistake is. If you don't learn from it, it's still a mistake, right? A mistake is you have the chance to make that correction, right? Now we're doing it in a safe environment and I guarantee you won't make that mistake again. Yeah. So again, that's how we learn as a, as a person and everything else. So I became lazy and procrastinating. All right. I'm going to change one thing today. I'm going to get up, make my bed and, you know, shave or, or not shave or do whatever it is that you normally don't do. And then once you progress to that, it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger.
0: Mm-hmm. Right?
1: And it moves on to bigger things.
0: Yeah. So let's, let's talk, um, bro. I want to, I've been, I've been waiting because you know, you can go to the website, you can do this stuff, you can do all that stuff, but talking to the guy himself, I want to hear more about JDM Tactical. I want to know about what you guys do. I want to talk about the classes you guys offer. I want to talk about anything and everything to help the audience um, get a feel for what you do and what your differentiators are. Why should why should they come see Stitch at JDM versus other instructors, other places, um, and what the, what value you provide?
1: One, it's a passion if you can't tell, right? Uh, it's yeah. not just a job to make ends meet. So again, it's a passion. I'm probably the worst businessman there is, but yeah, <laughs> customer service and training wise, I'll probably be the best, right? Um, but what I do, to, why do I do what I do is because I've seen so many bad people at the range and so many bad instructors, and I won't mention any names or any other companies yeah. because they're out to make the quick butt, but at somebody's expense. So, again, when you're dealing with firearms, it's very – there is a danger, right, dealing with firearms if you don't know what you're doing, okay? So so I believe that proper training in the beginning – I can make a, a person who's never been shooting versus somebody who's been shooting incorrectly for years and make that new shooter a better shooter because they don't have those bad habits, right? I, I see it all the time, and people are like, oh, my God, right? And then I can change old shooters. Right, and fix their inabilities because Florida law. I do want to change Florida law, right? When you buy a gun, even though we do have the Second Amendment, I I hate to say, is I I do believe that some people shouldn't own guns. Okay. So when our Second Amendment was written back in the day, those people were making a living, meaning they had to farm for their food, right? Mm -hmm. They had to find land for their house and shelter, they had to make some of their clothes, right? They couldn't just go to Wellington Mall, and buy their clothes. They couldn't order things on DoorDash and have it delivered, right? So back then we didn't have drugs and all poverty and everything else we have today. So so there has to be some changes, realistic changes with the second amendment as well. I do I do believe that, right? Because um, I've trained hundreds of people, even in the military. And just because they have training, some people are just, look, I'm good at a lot of things. You ask me to write a novel, it's gonna have spelling errors. So it's <laughs> gonna have grammar errors. <laughs> um, I'm a phonetic speller. So guess what I don't do? I don't write novels, right? So, yeah, yeah, So I know my 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 strengths and weaknesses. And shooting can be a weakness, right? So that's just a dangerous thing. So there is a fine line. We have to have common sense with the Second Amendment and everything else and where our world is today um, and what, I, what it means. But what we offer is a true – I want everybody to understand the gun and be able to handle it safely and hope to God – that never uses what I train them but if they do they come out on top I want the yeah. good guy to win over the bad guy and, and that's a big strong belief that drives me to do what I do today in every class that I teach right so we yeah. progress you know a lot of people think they could go oh I know how to to shoot real good standing straight now I could be John Wick well it doesn't work that way <laughs> in real life it doesn't work that way right you know, we have to progress I am brutally honest yes. so I will tell people that hey you have very bad habits that's very dangerous that I'm not going to take your money and have you do this class because you're not ready for it. I will. I have turned people down and for their concealed floor law, all it requires me to do is see you pull a trigger. You don't even have to be, it even says in the law, you don't have to be accurate or proficient. Okay. Wow. Very scary. It it is actually very scary. Right. Um, and I will fail people, but I'll have them come back and do a one-on-one and actually make them because I I don't want to give them the license to carry if they're not good. Right. Right. And that's what makes us different than other people. Right. I will turn people and say no, but I'll give them that extra attention.
0: Right. So what, what, kind of training do you guys offer?
1: So we do basic pistol course for somebody who's never touched a gun from A to Z. Um, We do what's called intro to EDC. Right. So everyone gets their concealed license and then they never go out and practice drawing from concealed. Right. So, if you go to the range, you'll see people doing this. They're holding the gun out. They're getting their sights. They're taking their time and shooting. Well, when you get attacked, it doesn't happen that way. Right. right. So, we actually make things that are realistic. We actually have human shaped targets, right? Because you have to kind of desensitize yourself and, and be realistic. Hey, do you have or could you shoot somebody if you needed to? And, and right. what does that mean? I'm not, I tell people, I'm not looking out to kill anybody. I don't want right. that at all. But Absolutely. if somebody's going to take me away, from my family or hurt my family you better believe i'm going to be uh the shepherd and, and protect them you know and, and and use it but if you don't have that training you can't do it there's no way to prepare for an incident even in the military even as real as we train there's no way to prepare until you have that bullet coming at you okay yeah and, and and fortunately or unfortunately i've had that experience because my deployments were in december of one so 911 happened and then i was there in the second team and i've seen big guys cry yeah man <laughs> and i've seen little little people pick up a big 50 cal and start again that goes in the courage it just it happens it, it's it's nothing that you can set up and go yeah i'll do that it just happens right. like that
0: right and you yeah. you yeah you have to you have to be you have to be you have to have at least some familiarity with that because it's always unexpected
1: Oh yeah, always unexpected. And we kind of, kind of go over to situational awareness because most people—what do they do? They walk around with their phones in their hand, mm. right? So mm. I'm a prime target. So we, we want to teach them what to look for. Now that they carry a gun, because it's very easy to spot.
0: Right. So what are okay? So so educate me on this. What is what are the um, what are the self defense laws here in Florida? Uh, and I ask because. Where I left, I've only been here for over a year, but I've I've I left Washington State, which in the Ooh. Seattle area, which, yeah, you say, Ooh, yeah, you're right, which they basically I mean, it is extremely difficult to defend yourself. Um, you have to it's like you have to stop the criminal in his tracks and say, hey, hold on a second. Let me let me check all these boxes first yeah. before I can defend myself. You know what I mean? And and you're just setting yourself up. So, what are the laws here in Florida for as far as self-defense? Um, well, they are anything- better.
1: Now, now that doesn't mean I have the ability to just lose my mind and go shoot somebody because I'm here right. for my life. We actually teach those different steps. For instance, I can I can only give you an example because it's it's not as black and white as people think it is. Right? There's so many variables involved. Right. Um, so, for instance, let's say we go on 95. You get into a fender bender. And uh, you get out, step out of the car, and the guy's irate and everything else. Well, there's things we can do to avoid that. We can either just call the cops and, and you know, don't step out and meet force with the force, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say I have a gun, he doesn't, he hits me, and I use my gun. Well, who decides your fate in a court of law?
0: That's judge, question. jury, you know?
1: Not the judge, it is the jury. Jury, right? yeah. the jury can be comprised of people who hate guns, right? It's just a fact. That's right? Right. So, uh, so we want to set ourselves up for success. So now if a different story is we stayed in my car, he came up and he was threatening and he was hitting my window and I did nothing, but he breaks my window and then I shoot him, which looks better in the court of law. Right now I said, Hey, it. I avoided it. I was defending myself, and as soon as he breaks in because the car is part of your um, property and everything else, I don't know what his intent is. I do know if his intent is to break my window, he can seriously do bodily harm versus if I get out and just meet force with force, it's a he said, she said type thing. That's right. Okay, So we kind of teach those different things to to our customers. So when they do decide to conceal carry, you have to be a little bit above everybody else. If you know you're a hothead, then maybe you shouldn't. Right. But we kind of teach those to each individual individual. And again, you have to look at yourself internally. A lot right. of everyone always tells me, oh, I have no road rage. and We know that. You no, know, I you know, I get a temper every once in a while myself. But, <laughs> but we have to be able to pull ourselves back from that, especially if you carry a gun. Yes. right. Yeah. And other instructors don't teach that. Right. That's one of the biggest differences from us. They go, here's the law. You decide and take it for what it is. Uh, right? I, old... I like. Go ahead.
0: The old, the old CYA yeah, liability CYA. approach. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like to propose those things to people and have them roll reverse with me. Right? Yeah. So, and then it puts the aha moment in their head, the light bulb goes on.
0: Yes. Okay?
1: And that's the way I like to teach too.
0: so Nice. That's awesome, bro. That's, it seems pretty, it seems pretty comprehensive as, as, as far it as <laughs> someone who is not the most, um, educated in this space who is, has, you know, I, I shoot the gun, but I mean, I'm out of practice for sure. I need to come see you got to do some shooting, you know, get some get some comfort and education and and, uh, and
1: have fun. It's fun. And absolutely. Yeah, it is. To, to be fun. honest, it's a lot of fun, you know, and people don't yeah. realize that they go all oh, protection. I want to save myself. And then they go and they're like, oh, I didn't get hurt. It's not as bad. And like this is actually fun.
0: That's right. I've,
1: I've, I've changed a lot of people. And again, I tell them, have you ever shot a gun if you don't like it? No. Well, how can you say you don't like it?
0: It's like sushi, man. You ask somebody if they like sushi, they say no. But (laughs) have you ever tried it? No. No, no, that's horrible. What are you talking about, man? You don't know. um, And they try it
1: and they go, oh, it's not that bad. I like it, man.
0: (laughs) That's right. Most of them. So, Stitch, man, educate me a little bit more. Okay, you gave the scenario of in the car, somebody coming up, breaking your window and everything else, this self-defense. But tell me about the laws here in Florida as far as like a home invasion, somebody intruding in your home. That's the best one. OK, that's the easiest there is. Somebody's in your house that shouldn't be there. You can shoot them. And uh, just are there any like prereqs? In other words, they no. have to have broken down the door. They had. To... Well, uh,
1: well, of course, I mean, if they're in your house, that's I mean, OK. You know, like as actually as in. Eyes, OK, OK, OK. Actually what if, in. Right. OK. They have so, to be in. Correct. Because we have a barrier. Right. Yes. So now with Florida, with um, what is it? Hurricane windows. We just got those right. Some of those are you know, pretty hard to break through. No so now no. I don't have to react. I do have time. I have a barrier before any bodily harm can happen to me. Right. But if they're in your house, as soon as they're in your house and you know they're not supposed to be there, that, I mean, there's no, that's about as the, the clearest, you know, good, good shoot there is. You okay. Know, I'm in my house and they're in there. Now, okay. a lot of people have this stigma of the law. We tell people don't interpret laws. You're not a lawyer. Right. So laws are written, written very vague. Sometimes.
0: News. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: So I will tell you right now, and this may shock people that anybody 18 years of age right now can carry a loaded gun in their car, as long as it's securely encased and not readily accessible. And what that means is by definition, securely encased if I put it in a holster, right. Or in a glove box and just close the glove box, it's good to go. Right. So that's mm-hmm. little center collar. And then a lot of people are like, well, wait a second. That doesn't make sense. Right. 18 years of age. Right. Well, you have to be 21 to buy a gun, but if your father or uh, if, if I my, gave my daughter and she was 18, I could gift her a gun, right? Because she's within my family, so now she's able to carry a gun legally in the car. She just can't carry it on or concealed, right? Because a hmm. car is an extension of your home, right? And a lot of people used to come to me and go, well, there's a two-step process, right? Well, no, it's it's securely encased and not really accessible. So a lot of people have taken the laws and interpreted for what they want. And then think of the laws that way. I'll give you another one that's crazy. Florida is you can't open carry anywhere except hunting, fishing, and camping. So technically, I see your face. i was like, what? Uh Well, when you're hunting, that's obvious. I need a gun. So it's open carry. But if I walk down the street, because it even says to or from hunting, fishing, or camping. To or from. So if I walk down 441. With an AR on me, and I have a fishing pole It's perfectly legal.
0: No way. Absolutely. Wow.
1: Absolutely. Now, there's a difference between legality and people's emotion and being scared. Right. Right. So again, when we talked about being followers in the military, uh, I wanted to learn the rules, right? Because if I don't know the rules, then anybody higher than me can tell me anything they want. And if I don't know them, guess what? I have nothing to lean on or go, all right, well, he must have said he's a... He he outranks me, so he must know. Right. right? That's how we become followers, right? Yes. Because we don't do our own education. Right. And That's I right. like to pass that education on because laws are, are kind of they're crazy. Yeah. It, it makes no sense, right? Again, walking crazy. down the street, have a fishing pole, you're good to go. <laughs> now that doesn't mean the cops won't come to you, because again, people need to realize cops are human too. Right. Right? They don't know all the laws. It's kind of it's pretty hard to do that. And right? On these shoots and all these bad cops, right? There's a whole bunch of them where they're improperly trained, where their adrenaline comes up, they reacted, you know, and it's pretty scary. They deal with the worst of the worst, so you have yeah. to be on guard. Um, so again, it's it's all about training, and I believe that.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. Going back to speaking about our police, man, I, I'm I, I know that it is the overwhelming majority in in the U.S. especially. I can't speak for anywhere else, but the overwhelming majority of cops are good cops. They're good right. people. They are trying to trying to do their jobs properly within all of the guidelines and the rules and everything they have to do. Um, and if, and like you just said, man, they they could literally be shot and killed any day,
1: well, any day of the week that New they're York, working. You know, people were walking up the cop cars when when yeah. and just shooting them.
0: Yeah, right. Um, so oh man, okay, so you have the beginner classes, right? And then you had the second one, you said EDM, is that what it's called?
1: Uh, intro to EDC, and EDC stands for everyday carry, right? Okay, so cool. I do believe if you're gonna carry a gun, you should yeah. make it every day because we don't you know when you're gonna die when somebody's nope. gonna attack you. No, so nope. so a lot of people are like, Oh, I'm just going to the gas station. Well, that's one of the I worst mean, places to be,
0: <laughs> yep, 100%. Right? Um, uh,
1: for instance, I'm wearing a, a tank top and I tell people I'm a stereotype and, and that just being a stereotype doesn't mean a bad thing. That it means it's for me to protect myself against something, right? I got tattoos, tank top, hats backwards. Okay. You know, it's a stereotype. It is, and is. Sure. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But I have my truck or you see my truck. It's wrapped around it says JDM tactical, firearms training and everything else. But I normally yeah. go out like this because it's hot in Florida and everything else. Right. And I'll get strange people come up to me and go, Hey. Do you teach concealed classes and everything else? They are like, oh, I already got my concealed. It's for my wife or girlfriend or or so-and-so. And And I'll go, do you have your gun on you? Right? And they go, no, I was just getting gas. And then I have my gun. (laughs) So if I I wanted to be a bad guy, they're pulling up to me, coming up to me, engaging with me in their Lexus and everything else, have their emotions down and everything else because they're seeing an advertised truck, which means nothing. It's a sticker. It really is a sticker. Right. And yeah, I have a gun. If I wanted to be a bad person, I that could have ended them right then and there. Right. Mm-hmm. So we let our guard down all the time. Okay. We have to be aware.
0: Yeah. So, Oh,
1: but back to the classes,
0: we do, yeah, what we else? do rifles. And okay. I'm
1: also, uh, I was a combat medic in the military. So I teach the medical aspect to civilians. Now I do, um, teach more than just stop the bleed and hold. I teach like how to give IVs, put it in an MP airway, I teach outside the box things. So if anyone's watching uh, when you get shot in the chest, it's not blood that kills us because we're not very vascular, right? Unless we hit a vital organ. And if I hit the vital organ, then guess what? There's really no help for you. Uh, But if I get shot, it's called attention pneumothorax where the air comes in, right? Since we're a negative pressure system that all that air that comes in pushes against the good lung. That's not damaged. And I can't breathe. Hmm. That's going to kill me faster than any internal bleeding and anything else. So, If I get shot here, which is usually gunshot wounds. But if I put what's called a non-occlusive dressing, right? And everyone has one in their wallet, right? What do you have in your wallet right now?
0: Uh, Credit cards, um, cards. ID. So
1: non-occlusive dressing just means anything that the air can't penetrate. So if you take your credit card and put it over the hole here and one in the back, if there's one in the back, guess what? That'll prolong your life, right? In an active shooter situation than anything. And I, I, you know, so I, I came up with this when the Vegas shooting happened. Right. Cause guess what? The police aren't going to go in and, and help you until the active shooter is caught. And guess what? He was way up in a hotel blocks away. So, you know, you're, you're kind of there to defend yourself.
0: You know? Right.
1: So I teach the medical aspect as well.
0: That's cool. That's, that's got to be a lot of people don't do. Yeah. I was about to say that's, that's, that's unique.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So we have first timers class. We have the um, uh, concealed carry class. We have the medical training. We have rifle rifle training yeah um what uh, anything else
1: uh we're developing something for how to shoot within a car like road rage and stuff so we we do go out to okeechobee shooting range and we're able to rent out a car where they drain all the oil and everything else and we could do um shooting within a a vehicle that's being developed this year so
0: okay cool so that's a new product that's coming out yep
1: yep okay we're always innovating because you know if you stay stagnant things change all the time
0: yeah that's awesome
1: everything changed So for instance, back in the old day, you're taught to close one eye, right? Your dominant eye. But now you should shoot with both eyes open so you have more situational awareness. But it's not easy.
0: No, it's not. I wouldn't be able to do it.
1: (laughs) Right? So so if you see when I shoot, I shoot with both eyes open. But you have to retrain your brain to do that. Yeah,
0: you got to learn that.
1: Yes, you have to teach yourself to do that. It doesn't just happen. (laughs) Right. But we give techniques and things of how to do that because it's not easy. You start going cross-eyed.
0: That's cool. That's cool. (laughs) And also, you guys, uh, you sell firearms too. Yes,
1: yeah, we are also a, a full firearms license dealer and a class three dealer, which are suppressors and everything else. So, Sweet, okay. Yeah, hopefully, twenty twenty three, we're gonna have our shop open too. We're in the process. Is that of right? For a location, yeah. That's awesome, yeah. bro.
0: Yeah, if there's anything I can do to help you in, in any in any. Wait, I could make, possibly help. Let me know.
1: A million dollars. and.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, okay. Well, you know, <laughs> we'll talk about well, it. I
1: well, I will tell you one other thing that's going to make us different than everybody else. We're actually yeah. going to put a virtual range in there with scenario bases. So if you've ever seen those where the cop trainers and they do situational things and they shoot the gun that has the laser and the CO2, we're going to put one of those in. That's going to be nice. one of our primary things. So. So, that's awesome. So civilians yeah. will be able to go through that type of training as well. That's awesome. I believe civilians, more, civilians need that training versus police, you know. That's it's like right. all my team buddies would go to like three letter agencies and I'm like, well, let me go just train civilian. Yeah. Because right? nobody does that
0: That's true. Well, no, dude, uh, keep me posted on that. I'm I'm excited for you. I'm really excited for you. Um we'll charge you double. I'm sorry? <laughs> we'll charge you <laughs> What? <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna forget you said that. Um Okay, last question for you, man. And um I, I wanna ask if there if you if you could leave the audience right now with with just one thing that they could start doing right now that would set them on the path to becoming undeniable, what would that one thing be? Do what's
1: right when nobody's looking. Integrity is one of the most important things you can live by. Nice. Now, it doesn't mean anything if you just say it out loud. You have to truly do that when nobody's looking. Okay? And that's one of the biggest things I try to pass on to my daughter because if you live your life by that, then everything else falls into place, right? Your beliefs, everything, and you do it right when when hard times come. Peer pressure is everywhere.
0: Yeah, that's great advice, man. Because there, I think um, I think we need a lot. I think we now need a lot more of that in society. A lot more people that are integ that are full of integrity that that you can tell. You know what I mean? That yeah. just would that that. And those are the people that I want to get to know. Those are the people that I want to become friends with. Um, and, well, it's, a, uh, it's really... not a
1: popular thing. So like, no, that's the also means telling the truth. Yes. Whether that means hurting somebody's feelings or not. That's right. Cause the truth is the truth.
0: That's it. There, so, there is <laughs> the, the nature of the truth is that is that there, there is only one. There is only one Whether in whatever area. Yes. Whether
1: you feel it's good or bad. The that's truth right. Is the truth.
0: That's right. Great advice, bro. Thank you. Stitch, my man, how can people connect with you? How can people, um, where do they need to go to learn about JDM Tactical? Where can they? How can they sign up for classes or, or whatever? Or how can they connect with you? Whatever ways, Absolutely. let us know.
1: We got a, a website, www.jdmtactical.com with everything on there you can look at. We have videos on there as well. And you can give us a call at 866-536-8228. And you can text us at that number. And I answer at all times of the night. So
0: Nice, awesome. And actually that information, guys, uh, if you're listening, that information will be readily available in the show notes. So if you don't remember it, just look at the show notes, tap it, and you can go straight there. You'll be able to connect with Stitch right away. Bro, I thank you so much for this time, the education, the insight. Um, I I just I, I don't want this to be the last time you come on the show. So I hope you'll be willing no, to come back. I had back. a lot of
1: fun. I had a lot of yeah,
0: fun. and uh, keep especially when the actually when that new when you when you guys open your store. Uh, oh, Are yeah. we your location or whatever? Yeah, we'll we do a we'll podcast, get there, you man.
1: I'm gonna do a uh, training videos and all that other stuff. I want to get into
0: that'd be awesome, that'd be great. I'd love to do it, we'll, we'll make it happen. But, awesome. uh, Stitch, brother, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for making the time. It was a blast.
1: No, thank you for inviting me.
0: Awesome, everyone be safe out there. Yes, all right. Well, that is it for this episode. I hope that it brought some authentic value into your life. And if you didn't hear any nuggets that were undeniably valuable to you, then clearly you were not listening and something is wrong with you. So before you go listen to another episode, which I know you're going to do, you don't have to tell me it's okay. What I want you to do is pay the toll so we can roll. Now, what does that mean? Before you listen to another episode, pay the toll, share the show, leave a nice review because it helps us grow. Because this information that Stitch gave you today, guys, this is information that people need to know. This is... Share it. You're going to be providing value to someone else who needs to hear it. You don't have to be afraid of the Second Amendment. You don't have to be afraid of firearms. They are an asset. They are a tool like anything else. And you can use it the right way and the wrong way, but the right way is to use it to protect yourself and your family, like he said. So, remember, you cannot become undeniable if you are uninformed. And make sure you always bless up, man. And I'm out.